0: Fight fans, hello, and
1: welcome to another episode of UFC on After Buzz TV. My name, as always, is Jay Tan, and that's the credits to our show, so I know that we're live. Uh, joining me here today is, of course, my cohort, my uh, partner you in crime. cohort? Cohort. Okay. Cohorts. I'm not a whore, so you are not a whore. Well, I'm definitely not a whore. Uh, George Hermosa, you? of course, oh, my, the what? other half of the AKA Ugly Laptop Brothers, as you can tell.
2: My mom
3: says I look very handsome today. Thank you very much. I I would say say so, man.
2: A laptop looks handsome? (laughs) Kind
1: of. (laughs) Who are you, by the way? Who am I? Let's go to the third one here at the panel, too. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's twice. See, George? We are the Ugly and Loud Laptop Brothers. Donna Gonzalez joins us here, covering the third spot here, as uh, Daria Bernado's not quite back with us yet, but uh, shortly. Uh, Donna comes to us. I've been trying to get her on the show for quite a long time. I think she's uh, fully qualified to be here. Um, Thank you. She is one half of our, one of two people, actually, from the original and uh, full, well, as long as anything, University of MMA uh, commentary team she started as post uh, post fight interviews and I was doing a lot of uh, play or sorry color commentary yes. uh, yourself certainly well versed training wise as well purple belt in tenth planet jiu jitsu correct yes under Eddie bravo yes sir uh, we've I'm trying to th- I was doing the math trying to think how far we go back uh, when Forever. Legends MMA st- opened up, probably, what, about ten
2: thousand and seven.
1: 2007. Was it
2: seven? No, six. I joined in 2007. Yeah, yeah. So yeah.
1: almost a decade here. Almost, yeah. Um, yeah, trust me. Girl knows her striking and jiu-jitsu combos. Thank so. you,
2: sir. I like to think of myself as a super
1: fan. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We are covering the biggest UFC uh, certainly of the year, summer scene sure. ever. UFC 189 went down last uh, last night, of course. Mm, yesterday, yeah, yesterday in Las Vegas, Nevada, uh, headlined by Chad Money Mendez and Conor, the notorious one, Conor McGregor. Um, big build-up. Chad, of course, being a last-minute replacement for Jose Aldo, who was to defend his uh, featherweight uh, featherweight title. Uh, right underneath that, but certainly not any. Uh, Uh, Not any less of a quality match. Robbie Lawler defending his title, the welterweight title, for the first time against uh, Rory McDonald, who has been a long time coming in terms of getting his his title shot. Uh, Let's see. Some of the stats here. 16,000 plus fans. Um, I'm not sure if it was a sellout. I believe it was, wasn't it?
3: It might have been. I mean, they said that this was the highest grossing
1: gate for that arena. For that arena,
3: As yeah, their Fourth of July
2: sunny. shows usually are their like yeah. one of their biggest. Drops. That's one of the big temples.
1: Yeah. Seven point two million, around. second biggest UFC gate behind UFC one twenty nine. Wow, which was uh, in Toronto, uh, twelve million for that one. But, yeah, was that
2: GSPV? Jake Shields? Okay,
3: because well, it was like a forty thousand
1: seat right. arena. Yeah. So
2: right,
1: yeah, but stu- probably the biggest in America, probably North America. Yeah, yeah. oh, no, no, this I'm one. Sorry, I'm
3: sorry, U.S. of A.
1: I believe. The real America. It, believe it or not, I think that the first uh, Strike Force MMA show still holds that record. At least in oh, terms the of. In the Coliseum? No no, 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 no. I'm thinking something else. And thinking
2: atten- something else as far as else. attendance goes?
1: Uh, yeah, attendance. 2005, um, Frank Shamrock versus. Uh, oh, wow. Carlos like Gracie? Like, no, this is the Gate, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gate, 7 million, blew away the Strike Force show. Yeah. Right. But Strike Force, in terms of attendance in there, I think that was. Over nineteen thousand, I believe. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. It was it was the first one illegally in California, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, has I, I believe held that record for. I want to say North America That's in terms impressive. of attendance. I'm kind
3: of curious what the pay per view buy rates are going to be. Uh, oh, aren't we I all kinda have a prediction for the next McGregor fight, which will probably be against Aldo. Well, I'll mm-hmm. talk about that later, but I mean yeah. I'm curious how this one drew, especially uh, the way they made it sound. Like Dana said, that so many more people bought the f- bought the fight, or even uh, because of he determined that after Aldo yeah. got hurt. I don't know. I don't know. He says a lot
1: of things. it's it's trending yeah. <laughs> this, as far as I know. You know, a lot of it is based on trending following you know twitter and online right. popularity and uh, or yeah, searches but rather nobody
2: twitters i'm going to buy the fight this weekend the tour i'm watching the fight over you know who's coming to my house we have the fights like
1: yeah yeah and and even then who knows yeah. if that actually happens or not but let's run down the uh, results real quick it, it was an interesting show a lot certainly a lot for us to digest uh, opening on the fight past prelims at 155 yostenis Sedeno versus Corey Pfister. Uh, Sedeno wins, I'm sorry, Corey Pfister wins by unanimous decision, 29-28. Uh, then, and the flyweight Division, Neil Tutap Siri, one of the several, uh, uh Irish, Irishmen, I was gonna say, the Irish to come over, uh, faced, uh, Louis Smoka, the last samurai. Smoka walks away, unanimous decision, 30-27. That one to me was an early fight of the night nomination, um, and I think possibly would have been. Had it not for, been for that main event card there, right? Uh, the Fox Fox Sports One prelims at one. Uh, I got a cut off here. Um, I got to let me check uh, check notes here. I want to get the weights right for the first time. Band- and here. weight was it? Bantam weight one thirty five. Thanks. No, indeed, one thirty five. Cordy No Love Garabrant, who is a uh, former. Uh, Team Velasquez from uh, Tough Latin America. Currently trains
3: at Team Alpha Male.
1: Exactly, yeah, one of nice. the Team Alpha Male guys. Uh, versus Henry Brionis.
3: Not to talk about his personal life, but a lot of pictures of him in uh, Paige Van Sant on Instagram.
1: Which one, Brionis or Garibrand? Uh, yeah. Are they training yeah. partners? Oh, like yeah, they both
3: t- t- train at Team Alpha Male, but I
2: don't know. Why, why are you training t- yeah. partners, Why are you quotes, trying to start... You know the rumors. I what know. is that? I'm just going. Off I'm what sure he isn't started with I'm my sure. training partner I'm
1: just going off what I read or what I see on the internet,
2: uh-huh.
1: and that's a reliable and hand source. Placements, but then again, that's what we do. Yeah. <laughs> Garrett Brandt walks away with that win, um, thirty twenty seven unanimous decision across the board. Cathal Pendred, another of Conor McGregor's teammates, versus John Doomsday Howard. Mm-hmm. This is at one seventy. John Howard had a split decision, win 29-28, 29-28, and 28-29. Mix up those scores in whatever order you want to, guys. Um, Mike Swick and Alex, the Dominican Nightmare, Garcia. Swick coming off of, man, two and a a half years. A long break. A long break. He has had a series of... Guys, this goes back farther than than we've been. But Mike Swick, one of the exalted alumni from Ultimate Fighter season one, um, of course, a lot of guys have stood out and stood the test of time in MMA history with that season and, and that cast. But uh, Mike Swick, being one of the guys that really, I think, had a lot of potential to to stand out and really yeah. had a strong run, but then was sidelined with a lot of injuries. Not even necessarily training injuries. There was I, I don't remember the details, but. Uh, I heard them mention an esophageal, some kind of an internal issue. Yeah, there was an issue with this esophageal, Uh uh, the esophagus, of course, that caused a lot of, I think, digestion problems, things like that. and
2: That can definitely affect your yeah, ability been a, to train correctly, yeah.
1: Yeah, a long long span, several long spans in between his fights. Uh, unfortunately, though, Alex Garcia took the decision 29-28 and 30-27. Well, I read a that Mike
3: Swick went, uh, went to Thailand and built like a huge yeah, gym uh, training well. in uh, Muay Thai and BJJ. Mm-hmm. Uh, because uh, Thailand
2: was lacking in Muay Thai gyms?
3: <laughs> but I, I, according to what I read it looks like a like
1: a BJJ training facility. So it's
3: kind of oh, cool that okay. That makes sense. it's like an or, MMA
2: training facility. Exactly. Okay. So.
1: so I believe it's somehow connected with AKA. We were talking a little bit earlier. That makes sense
2: cuz Tiger Muay Thai Yeah. yeah.
1: Swick I believe is one of the earlier guys uh, at AKA. Yeah. Um prior to this new crop of guys, you know, coming from that gym. Um you know, when he was fighting in the mid-2000s, when he was mm-hmm. fighting more frequently, um, and it has been over it, over there for a while, and has established his own gym, which I think is possibly AKA and Tiger Muay Thai related.
2: That
1: sounds. Yeah. So, yeah, at any rate, unfortunate to, uh, to see the match go the way that it did, you know, mm-hmm. it wasn't, wasn't his night by any means. However, whose mind, it, night it was, Matt the Immortal Brown, uh,
2: That was fantastic.
1: Yeah, getting the first of a series of, well, I mean, that set off the night, frankly, guys, with the rest of I agree. just back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back. To back to back to back to back fantastic matches, uh, the first finish of the entire show. Um, he defeats Tim the Dirty Bird Means by guillotine in round one, 4 minutes, 44 seconds. That one, you know, worthy of performance bonus nomination, at least as far as I'm concerned. Uh, next up, at 135, Brad One Punch Pickett, coming from across the pond, uh, although he's been with ATT, ATT for a while. I said Verizon. Yes. <laughs> it, it was during Team the AT&T. Ultimate <laughs> Fighter, uh, the Ultimate Fighter after show, there was a, a, a bet that I actually never completed, uh, in which I was supposed to take a shot every time I screwed up and said AT&T. I got it right after that. From there on out.
2: Well, take a shot of water. Yeah. And pretend that you.
1: One Punch Picket got it right, uh, against, I'm sorry, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. Whoops. Okay, now I owe I mean, somebody sure we a shot there.
2: <laughs> he, the he was, of the doing, okay. Yeah. He was doing okay. Thomas
1: Almedia winning by uh, by KO in the second 29 seconds with a fantastic flying knee there.
2: And it was the night of flying knees. I it think.
1: really was. Uh, we saw that two matches later. But at 170, Gunnar Gunny Nelson yeah. from uh, Iceland, another Conor yeah. McGregor teammate, defeating Brandon Thatch by submission, guillotine choke in the first 2 minutes, 54 seconds. Dennis themenis bermudez facing jeremy little heathen Stevens that's at one forty five um that was the other uh f- the other flying knee Stevens yeah. landing it at, at the third uh third period third round thirty two seconds and then are two big matches ruthless Robbie lawler defeating some say even coming from behind defeating uh Rory Mcdonald yeah. long time heir apparent almost to the title certainly heir apparent mm-hmm. to the legacy of George St. Pierre,
2: both huge fan favorites.
1: Yep, absolutely. Right? Uh, I never liked Rory McDonald.
2: What? But who? I, I don't know if you know who likes Rory McDonald.
1: Like Patrick Bateman,
3: everybody.
2: Um <laughs>
3: Yeah, what? some people might not get that. Patrick, Amer- American Psycho. American, oh, American Psycho. Psycho. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, I don't know anybody who is a. I don't think you can call yourself a fan of the sport if you don't at least appreciate what Rory McDonald can do in the cage. But, uh, and the same thing with Robbie Lawler. These guys have been around forever. You have to love them. You mm-hmm. have to. Yeah. If you are a true fan of MMA.
1: Robbie is definitely a special case. Um, fascinating career to to study because Absolutely. of all the ups and downs and yeah. the, chronologies, the legacy of him. Uh, he defeats McDonald by TKO in the fifth, one minute in. And then the big one, the uh, the one they've been building up for months. Well, no, they've been building yeah, it up weeks. only for two, two weeks, weeks. But had a plan to build it up for months Chad Money Mendez number one contender coming in to replace Jose Aldo facing what do you want to call it the UFC's darling to be sure Connor McGregor probably the
2: best way to put it or the yeah. most accurate way to put it yeah
1: who has been tearing up just about every MMA related TV uh, program you can imagine over the past several months here mcconnor wins uh, mcconnor McGregor wins at uh, in with a TKO in round two towards the end. Four minutes, 57 seconds. There There's three minutes left in that round. Lots to digest, of course, just of these two three matches. Three seconds left in that round. Three seconds, excuse me. Yeah. Well, what you, should did I talk. Say? you should talk more.
3: You don't make, <laughs> ma- you don't, you don't make mistakes. I don't have talk. enough
1: water what here. What shall we
2: talk about? I got so, lots to say about lots
1: of I mean, things. Where, where do you start here? This uh, In broad strokes to me, We started out kind of slowly with these prelims and the early prelims. And then after Matt Brown got there, he just kind of lit off a powder keg there.
2: Right. uh, Well, can I just say that that was a beautiful guillotine that he did? Mm -hmm. It's um, what we refer to as a Marcelo team. Okay. Named after Marcelo Garcia, one of the top grapplers in the country right now. Look him up, he's amazing. Um, It's a guillotine, uh, a no arm, and you have your hand right across the person's throat, and then you throw Mm -hmm. your other hand across their shoulder, and there's it's do it literally you I'm not going to do it, do it to, I'm, I'm do it to okay. him. But it's you literally a. Do it it I've done it. It's, it's awesome. And it was beautiful, and I just want to give him a shout-out for that because, like, <laughs> what? Yeah, Winning!
1: <laughs> what do you think of that match overall? Talk about the first round.
2: Well, I, I think that he came back. I, I, if I remember correctly, um
1: he
3: got rocked Means, Yeah, Means Matt hit him Brown. with a, a, an elbow mm-hmm.
2: and rocked him a bit, and everybody was like, whoa. And then he yeah. came back and hit him with an elbow himself, and mm-hmm. then Means went for a takedown, and Matt was able to secure the submission, and it was exciting, and it was wonderful, and everybody got amped, and then, you're right, it set off the mood for the yeah. rest of the card.
3: Definitely not the first time we've seen uh, Matt Brown come from behind, if you remember, yeah. uh, against Eric Silva.
1: Yeah, I was just thinking that. That,
3: that mid-kick, that mid you know, to the midsection, mm-hmm. yeah. it looked like he was out, so definitely don't ever think that Matt Brown is out just because he's, of a hit, you know?
1: Yeah. He's yeah.
2: definitely a not a guy that you can count out.
1: Exactly. You need to make sure he's not moving off of the yeah. uh, off the floor, off the yeah, mat. Make
2: sure the ref has stopped the fight before you <laughs> stop fighting Matt Brown. Yeah.
1: Exactly. <laughs> um, Brad One Punch Pickett, Thomas Almeida. Oh, I like
3: Brad Pickett
1: a lot. I do, too. Pickett, um, you know, my, my eyes... Uh, I'm looking here at, at Pickett's name. He's another fascinating one. I think yeah. he's a little bit... Uh, Earlier in, hopefully, earlier in the career than what than where Robbie Lawler is right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pickett is a guy that has he's been around for a long time. Guys, fantastic. Uh, WEC guy. WEC guy, and prior mm-hmm. to that, I saw him fight once or twice uh, over in in Europe. Oh, you nice. know, before he really, uh, you know, before he of course he got his ZUFA uh, contract. Um, has been one of these little guys. He think he was fighting at thirty five at that point. Came over here when they opened up flyweight, he dropped down and had mixed results there, but is back up to 135. He's got a win over Demetrius Johnson. I
2: saw that. I, that's impressive. Early on and
1: in, the, yeah, in the WBC days. So it was only five
3: years ago, too. Not yeah. like, it was, like, ten years ago. It was five years ago that he beat him.
1: Yeah, but he's moved back up, and that's, you know, always fascinating when you see a fighter drop down, but then move back up to, yeah. clearly to uh, to give the body a chance to, to be healthy and to be fit going wow. into a match. Um, he he went up against somebody. I mean, Thomas Almeida. Just well, I don't know I what mean, you, Can we look at his twenty and 0? for a
2: second? Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Let's like, talk about this,
2: dude. Well, can we go back to the the jumping weights for a second? I think we're yeah. going to see a lot more of it now that uh, oh, yeah. IV recovery after weigh-ins is not allowed. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to see a lot of guys fighting at their natural walking weight.
1: That's oh. that's the other big story. I mean, this yeah. I, we should say you know is really a pinnacle UFC event. Yeah. For many reasons, not just this being one of the best pay-per-views. Um, of course, let's you know we'll talk. We'll put a pin in it and talk about the IV yes. regulations now. Um, new, new standards for drug testing with UFC's partnership with USADA can be a lot stricter and the most you know very almost career ending penalties. Yeah. You know, two to three to four well, years.
2: Gilbert Melendez at this stage mm-hmm. in his career, a year from now, can we really expect him to come back and, and fight the way that we want him to fight?
1: The way that we mm-hmm. want him to fight—that's a good yeah. question. I, th- I yeah. do think there are many matches left in him still, but yeah, there is. Uh, he, he may be over uh, over the fifty percent mark yeah. on the thing, and of course. The sponsorship and the Reebok deal. It's the first, I mean, it's really the first, first big one. event yeah. of, of this new
3: era, not just with the whole Reebok thing. And we really saw it in force yesterday. We saw the interf- uh, the uniforms get unveiled, what, like two weeks ago or so? Something like that. About a week um, ago, yeah. yeah. But yeah, this is really the first, not even just the Reebok, but like new graphics, new, new yeah. everything, like just the whole setup as far as the the names on the bottom of the of the screen with the time. and Yeah, it's I, more towards the center. Yeah. It
2: took me a second to get the rounds. I'm like, what round? Yeah, no, What's i know, on? Why a, don't we know what the round is? Were you guys a fan of the Uh, new graphics? No.
3: Me neither. Not not a fan, but not not a fan either. Yeah, I'm
2: neutral. I'll get used to it and it'll be fine. For a second, last night I was like, what's going on?
1: I was very confused because I remember seeing on the Fight Pass prelims they used that, but then watching the Fox prelims, it seemed like they were going back to the older version, which I'm used to, which makes sense to me. Um, and I, I don't even remember what what they used for the pay-per-view. Did they use the... The
3: new one. The, the did new one. Okay, I would think but so. But with that said, like, what do you guys think of the uniforms?
2: Not a fan. <laughs> um, the,
1: best, uh, the best description I saw was uh, based off of the the unveiling. Guys, Definitely worth looking out. Go look up. It's about 30 minutes, I think, 30 or 40 minutes. It's funny because like, when,
3: when you texted me about the whole Gilbert, Melendez, and Gibbler, yeah. I was like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, <laughs> I, I really had no idea what you're
2: talking Gibbler, about. Gilbert Melendez. None that's whatsoever.
1: His None whatsoever. L- Until I saw the, the picture of the uniform. Fair point that these typos... They'll get them worked out, I'm sure, before any of those fighters fight. But again, guys, um, go to YouTube. Find that UFC and Reebok intros the, intros, the new uniforms. If you haven't seen it already, there's a lot of comedy in there. I'm, I hate to tell you, but uh, there were mispronunciations. Some mispronunciations, I think. Certainly misspellings. Caim
2: hmm? Velasquez.
1: Caim Velasquez, yeah. Um, the uniforms, I... The thing the best thing that I heard to go back to it was uh it looks like the UFC champions are going out to audition for the Hunger Games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I don't if it wasn't if this thing wasn't so hyped up as being the be all to end all of yeah. fight attire, right. I might be on board with it more. Right. But this has been built up to be such a huge great revelation and right. uh, of technology in in attire. Maybe it feels comfy, but this shit doesn't look very interesting. I mean, Not really.
2: it's standard. You know, I, I agree that we should get back to it. We should get back to Almeida. Yes, but we should definitely spend some more time talking about this.
1: Fair enough. True, Thomas Almeida, who She's is, good. yeah, he's good. <laughs> That's <laughs> an good.
2: understatement. Nineteen I mean. and definitely. zero
1: here. Um, I'm looking is list oh, a lot of these guys. Granted, he's fought of that nineteen and zero. He's now three fights in yeah. uh, in the UFC. When Brad
3: Pickett is like... A win over Brad Pickett is
1: very, very good. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, That's mean, these not a...
2: have over 20 fights. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. mean, Almeida has 20 fights. Pickett has, you know, 30-plus fights. Yeah. These are legitimate he's, opponents. He's got a first-round TKO
1: over uh, Yves Yabuin. But
3: this is the most important thing, though. 20-0, 19 finishes.
2: Yeah. Is he 20-0? Yeah. He's That's 20 what and I thought. And he's although, only, he's it's all...
1: Interesting. SureDog has him I listed was, at 19-0, but it does have his... Look at uh, that. Yeah,
2: and
3: all one, finishes. Not even one finishes, but his first 13... One decision. His first 13 fights, first round. Uh, uh, next one, second round. Next one, first well, round. Well, I mean,
2: there's questions about that. No, there's not questions about his record. Right. But, I mean, when you see records like this, is this Who
1: did he fight? the
2: best guy in a small region who's just whooping through mm-hmm. everybody? Well, at that like, or point, Thomas Almeida was. That's what, five you know, ten that's should, what that yeah. is. So yeah. I'm not trying to take away from thing, his record yeah. at all. Yeah. What I'm saying is what we need to look at is the latter part of his career, mm-hmm. and which is just as yeah. impressive or even more so because that's when mm-hmm. we have the better quality opponents.
1: He's finishing. Yeah, he's three fights in with the UFC. Of the previous three fights before that, two of them were with Legacy Fighting Championships in uh, in Texas. You know, they're, they're televised. They have some fantastic fights. They wouldn't be televised if they weren't. Right. Thomas Almeida is a guy. I remember him being one of the guys towards the end when we did our year-end show in, in December. He was one of the list of guys to watch for this year. And so far, not going to
2: He's legit.
1: Has not proven me wrong. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this was a test for him. Yeah, it's funny as I think about it here. This was a test for him much like Chad Mendez was a test yeah. for Conor McGregor. Mm-hmm. And he was able to to get through it. Um, uh, maybe you could argue that he came from behind or so, but um,
2: I, I think there were moments. I yeah. think that in the moment that he won, he had just come from behind. There was I can't remember exactly what it was, but we were I do remember everybody in the room where I was was like, "What?" Just, mm-hmm. So I, he did come from behind.
3: Because Pickett yeah. did have that first round. Yeah. I did give Pickett that first round. So yeah.
1: yeah, I'm looking at it. It doesn't look like I scored it, but I know there was a solid trade of headshots. Pickett was working his uh, this left really well, mm-hmm. yeah. dropped Almeida in it. Yeah, and then, He
2: got dropped. That's what it was.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Almeida later dropped Pickett as well in that first round. But that was, was a, a strong was a nice exchange. One. Absolutely it was, was yeah. yeah. And then that flying knee comes out of nowhere Boom. at the top of the second. And I, I mean, he but landed and knew it was just done.
2: Throw, am I thinking of the right fight that Pickett just tried and attempted me, or like, and then Almeida answered back. And
1: I thought he shot in. I don't remember offhand. Was, he was there coming was a towards very him. Quick
2: exchange. Pickett,
1: there was, I believe Pickett was advancing yeah. on him, and Almeida just landed it. You know, measured yeah. it and landed squarely. Yeah. But absolutely, he did. Uh, he was one of two guys that won performance bonuses of the night. Connor McGregor was the other one. We could have some debate about that one. Um, And we talked about it with Alan Jabon
3: last episode too, where Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's a few other guys that got a little bonuses.
1: Fair point. Official bonuses. Yeah, yeah. Um, Alan Jabon
2: fighting this Wednesday, can we just put that out there? Oh, we have and
1: we will, yep. Big fight night, huge fight night really. Coming off of a huge pay-per-view yeah. uh, Guys, Wednesday night There's a show on right now, to be honest with you <laughs> <laughs>
2: right. All your UFC needs can be met this week <laughs>
1: Everybody watching live, thank you so
3: much I'm sure you're watching the other one in the background right. But thank you so much for watching Because we are live, let's see if my live. Man,
1: uh, Yeah, Joe Boza is in the house Joseph the What up, Joe? And James Foran as well, I see here uh, Joseph Boza, let's talk real quick. I agree with the panel Has Thomas really been challenged? His debut was the only fight he had that went to the judges I think he was challenged with this fight, man. I absolutely think so. Connor volunteers as tribute. As tribute? So I don't. I don't yeah. understand that. You really-
3: just said of the Hunger Games. Oh, <laughs> everybody! Everybody. They called everybody a um, tribute.
1: I saw the first one. Who, I don't remember the rest of it. Uh, oh, it's James. James for,
2: Uh James, I think that's exactly what we were talking about. We haven't seen a whole bunch of his career um, up to the point, up to this point in the UFC, and that's what we're seeing now. And obviously, Pickett was a huge test for him. You yeah. can't deny Pickett's uh, what he brings into the cage. So. Mm-hmm. I think we are beginning to see him tested, and we will continue to see him tested, yeah. and that's what we're saying. is This guy's the real deal, and we're really excited about it.
1: At 20-0, and 0, you've yep. got to start being tested, especially if you're 20-0 and 0 Correct. in the UFC, and you've already won- beaten a guy like Yves Chibwin. Right Now you got Brad Pickett. Yeah, right. you're, you're going to be moving. I think he was, he was ranked 14. Pickett was 15. Yeah. We'll see him move up the ranks here. Uh, moving on, though, Pickett, let's talk. Pickett was 15 in the
3: flyweight but on the 14th on the Bantamweight.
1: Yeah, Um, yeah, fair enough. Uh, At welterweight, Gunny Nelson versus Brandon Thatch. Gunny Nelson
2: is here, boy? You call him Gunny?
1: (laughs) It rolls off the tongue, Gunny. No, I have never been to Finland. I don't know anyone in Iceland. I don't even know what the difference is, quite frankly. No, I do. Finland is one of the three that dangles. Iceland's in the middle, along with Greenland. I
2: think
1: (laughs) that sounds sure, yeah. Yeah. What do you think? It was, it was fast, two minutes, 54 seconds. Thatch, I have my thoughts on Thatch, Gunny Else, both of these guys, Thatch and Gunny, I think they've given a chance to, I think they're kind of, Giving them the opportunity right. to, to become stars of tomorrow for and the UFC. And USA. I think they will. Especially with
3: Gunnar Nelson, who just came off a loss against yeah. mm-hmm. Rick
1: Story. It,
3: they didn't kind of lessen his, the level of his opponent. They still kind of gave him a very much quality Brandon Thatch. Mm-hmm. Correct. And actually, kudos to Gunnar Nelson for not yeah. choking him out.
2: And as I was saying to you before the show, mm-hmm. I don't think that you can take the the loss against Gunnar Nelson or his previous loss uh, to Benson Henderson right. as um a representation of his career. If you look back, Certainly those are the not. only two losses he has, and those are two top-level grapplers. We're talking Gunnar Nelson is a Henzo Gracie black belt. That is really top-level grappling there. Benson Henderson... Is really, that hard to
1: do? Jiu-Jitsu black belt?
2: It's a little bit hard. Really? You know, they don't just hand him out... uh so, well, you can't pay some people for them, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> most people. That is that is all blood, sweat, and tears. They call it black a black belt because that's blood, sweat, and dirt that you've got on ah. that thing, and you've made a belt black. So, um, two really top level grapplers that this yeah. guy has faced, and before that, all impressive wins. Mm-hmm. I think that we have not seen the last of Brandon Thatch. I think he will continue to grow. Mm-hmm. I think that um, that losing. By rear naked choke to Gunnar Nelson, you know he's a. High that's level, what you do. Yeah, that's what you do. <laughs> like you get tapped out by the black belt. So right, that's right.
1: Okay. Thatch that's a second loss in a row for Thatch. Second loss in a row by rear naked choke. Uh, prior to that, he fought Benson Henderson, I believe. Let's see. Now this was a uh, Valentine's Day February this year. 14. Yeah, oh. it was the Colorado show, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Uh, Henderson, correct me if I'm wrong. I believe he was a last minute replacement. Like two weeks or so. I, don't it, I think it was Stephen Thompson against Brandon Thatch. Right, mm. and Thompson, I guess, got injured or something. He had to withdraw,
3: and
2: Benson stepped in. Yeah, that sounds about right. Because Henderson's right. pretty much—he's like Cowboy. He's like, "Yeah, call me. I'll fight. Let's yeah. do this."
3: Right. because they just came off a loss against Cowboy.
2: That's uh, right. It was like a week. He took it on a week. Mm-hmm. Cowboy. It was right after Cowboy stepped up and took that fight right. in a very short amount of time, and mm-hmm. then the very next fight, Hen, uh, Henderson was like, "Yep, sign me up, Coach." Um, let's do it. So.
1: Prior to I think that. It was
2: a beautiful win for Henderson, by the way. But yeah, I don't, I, I don't think it, it says anything about. Thatch. Thatch.
1: Yeah. Prior to that, you're looking at a 10 fight winning streak from
2: 2009.
1: Right. Uh, wins over Paulo Thiago, uh, the most, more recent ones before the two losses. Paulo Tiago, Justin Williams, uh, Justin Mike Edwards. Biggie Rhodes. Right. Excuse me, Justin Edwards. Mike Biggie Rhodes in RFA. That was right before uh, he and actually Biggie himself mm-hmm. came to uh, came to the UFC. So, yeah, I clearly he needs to work on his rear naked chokes.
2: Yeah, I would say um, you know, call Eddie Bravo. He has a great <laughs> rear naked choke <laughs> escape. It's called Dark Haven and Safe Haven. Call him
1: Dark yeah, Haven and Safe Haven. Yeah, those Eddie Bravo names. Hey. guys, it's one thing if you don't know Eddie Bravo or or the Tenth Planet. We universe Jiu Jitsu system. Moves. Yeah. There's one thing if you're studying Jiu Jitsu and you got to learn those names. But then when you go to 10th Planet Jiu Jitsu and No Jiu Jitsu, it's a whole other thing. What else is there? Dead Man, oh, Homer those, Simpson. Yeah, we
2: don't have any regular names, so what are you oh, asking geez. me? Like everything has a funny name. But that's how. Gangster Lean? We have a Gangster Lean.
1: I don't even know what that we is. We have Homie Control. Homie Control. Have they have Homie Control, control guys.
2: Sonar Control. <laughs> um, we have something called the Douchebag. Um
1: <laughs> Okay.
2: No, it's it, to, in our defense. Yes. Uh, it makes for easy coaching in competition.
1: Because it's code words.
2: Because it's code words. And you have to begin on we're the talking joke. About, and usually when you're saying, I want you to get here, uh-huh. there's already a whole path that leads up to that. So if Eddie or whatever coach yells right. out, get here, the fighter or the competitor already knows, I need to take this path to get there.
1: So in order for me to get to Gangster Lean, I have to go through Mad Dog City. Jump over to the donut shop, and then somehow hey. cinch in a dead man zombie. Yeah. with a we
2: have a zombie
1: moss covered three drawered family credenza. Right, and then get into uh, gangster lane. Yeah,
2: hey. However, you need to get to Gangsterling, You get there.
1: Not true, because <laughs> a moss covered three colored three drawered family credenza is what George.
3: It's a wrestling move.
1: It's a wrestling move. Count it, guys. Twenty-nine minutes, thirty-one seconds. Brought in pro wrestling. Oh my we God. let's let's not. Jeremy <laughs> Stevens. Here. I
3: think Dennis <laughs> Bermudez in the next fight. Is this
2: a thing? I, the, I, this can okay. be a thing, no,
1: no. and I'm feeling a little
3: but bit deficient. This, in was a, yeah. this was a fun little fight again. Yeah, uh, very similar finish. Uh, this one came out of nowhere, uh, like the first fight, and it well, was like pretty the, pretty the flying, cool. knees the flying knees knee. Yeah, yeah, yeah they the don't. Knee. You
2: don't normally set up a flying knee.
3: I don't know. I've been in some fights one of these, and I just yelled out,
2: Flying knee! And then,
3: boom, I let it happen. And it's like, dude, I just told you I'm going to do that. I don't know how you didn't expect it.
1: This, to me, was another fight of the night nomination. This was a good one.
2: I mean, lots of action. Great fights leading up to the last two.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, both guys were swinging hard. Uh, Stevens and Dennis, pretty evenly matched. Uh, gave, yeah. I gave Dennis the first one, uh, the first round, they were swinging hard. Uh, Jeremy Stevens, I gave the second one. Um, he kind of he was strong in the first half of the second round, stepped off the gas a little bit, I thought, yeah. but then you know leg kicks uh, dropped Dennis a couple of times in the second. And then in the third round, again, mm-hmm. you know early in in the round, uh, let's see Dennis. He was attacking with fast hands, and Stevens just landed that flying knee. Was I'm curious beautiful.
3: if Stevens saw the first fight and said, Hmm, I'm going to try gonna that. Try. Or if, like, <laughs> it'd be kind of maybe, hey. maybe even cooler if they didn't even know. Look, if didn't I, know about I said that it finish. last
2: night. The flying knees are the new push kick. So mm. it, but I think moves like that happen. I think what happens is it's an energy yeah. among fighters. It's just like the Showtime kick. Look how many guys try the Showtime kick after Pettis pulled it off against Benson Henderson. Mm-hmm. So uh, the same thing. M- uh, Machida knocked out um, Randy Couture with mm-hmm. a with push kick, and then a whole the bunch kick, of people started yeah. doing push kicks. So yeah. I think that this we're going to see a whole bunch of people like, What up, Flying knees? <laughs> but I think that was awesome. And was. Um, I think that...
3: Oh look! It says that Stevens missed weight.
2: He, that, that's what I wanted to talk about. He yeah. missed mm-hmm. weight, and there's my question. Now I know that he but, has to give up a portion of his um,
1: mm-hmm. of his purse, his purse but twenty
2: percent. Yeah, and that's fine. I think that's fair. It, this mm-hmm. is a professional sport. Come in and do your job. Mm-hmm. However, what I'm wondering is because the guys aren't allowed to do IV recoveries anymore. Mm-hmm. If he was since he was over and he didn't have that recovery to make, right. if it if he was maybe a little bit more fresh than Bermuda's, because maybe Bermuda's did do a cut. Mm, and these guys aren't used to not recovering without the IVs yet. Did yeah. I
1: say that correctly? Uh, yeah, I, th- I think I follow what you're saying. These are
2: not used to recovering without IVs.
1: Right, yeah. Well, and, uh, but that's... Who's At to say point. that Dennis yeah. necessarily did?
2: Absol- I'm, th- these are observations that we have no yeah. answers to, so I don't know.
1: Yeah, um, I think your point is definitely correct, that we're going to see guys changing weights a lot. I think it's just safer and better.
2: But what's going to happen is there's going to be a bumpy road before yeah. everybody gets that, that that's where we need to be. Obviously, we love the sport. We love the fighters who fight because we want to continue to watch them fight. Mm-hmm. We want them to be in their best health while they're fighting, after they're fighting, and everything leading up to that. Mm-hmm. But there are going to be some guys that are like, no, oh, man, I'm sick. I'm going to cut. I'm going to do this because I'm so much stronger. It's a wrestler's blah, 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 mentality. Blah. It's a tough guy and, thing. Right. It is a tough guy thing, but somebody's going to suffer for it. I think we're going to be see something is going to happen have to happen, or I oh, think Jesus. something that is going to happen uh-huh. that will make everybody like stand up and go, "Oh, this is really dangerous." Because I don't think it's enough for people surrounding fighters to go, yeah. "Dude, this is dangerous."
1: Uh, do you think that there ha- there already hasn't been enough between the deaths in college wrestling from too much dehydration several years ago? Right. Last year we but had a death why in guys Brazil started
2: doing the IVs, and no, I don't yeah. think it's been predominant enough yet. I don't think there is enough. Um,
1: Perish that thought.
2: Right. I don't, but that's what I'm saying. I think we are going to see somebody do something really stupid Mm -hmm. before guys go, I can't take that risk with my body. Hmm. Before, because think about it. Everybody's in Superman mode. No, I'm cool. Don't worry about it. I got this. Yeah. And when you're in Superman mode, you feel like you are, um, what's not impenetrable? Invincible. Invincible. You feel like you're invincible. And so telling a guy, dude, your body can't take doing this. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think you you could. You're right. You could possibly have more of a uh, more of a learning curve. I don't want and, to see it happen. Right. I, fair to say. Yeah. More of a learning curve with wrestlers who are going to say, "Oh, if, this Correct. is what I do." It, it's yes. part of the wrestling culture. And, and if it you comes from all that.
3: the time too. Even like concussions. We were talking about concussions earlier. Yeah. I mean,
1: nowadays, we see a lot of Hy- studies going into that. Yeah. Hydration is super important, oh especially <laughs> for I want to say uh, head trauma recovery yeah. and concussion prevention. That's water up here, guys. There's the brain in the middle. I'm, I'm, I'm doing this as if I could take my face off and, and show you guys. But so for for those of you on YouTube or on YouTube's iTunes, just envision me ripping my face off and seeing my brain right in the middle of my it's head such there. A
2: pleasant vision. All
1: around that is water. There's water and cushy stuff. Blood, obviously. To,
2: the electrolytes need to be all swimming you, around. to you make You need everything as much of that yet.
1: liquid in your noggin as possible.
2: I'm just afraid that we're gonna see somebody. Yeah. Think that they it doesn't apply to them. I I hope does. we can avoid
1: that. And yeah. uh the UFC is, uh, a couple months ago announced a new partnership with um me uh I should, it, should it's add a The USADA,
2: a The
1: USADA is going to be testing, yeah, one part of the new uh, yeah. uh certainly the new the new culture is the USADA testing. Um but and, also uh frenetics or not frenetics, I'm sorry. Um a new new training and performance uh group Dedicated to uh, pro athletes um, they're going to be they 're partnering yeah. up with the UFC to help kind of bring them into a more forward thinking um, training methods
2: I think it 's essential if the, if we expect this sport to move forward the way that we yeah. want it to um, you know we all love Robbie Lawler and we all love Rory McDonald, but how many fights like that can either of those fighters take? I mean truth be told. We don't know if Rory is going to be able to recover and fight again from that fight last night. That might have been a career ending fight that we watched. And I don't
1: think it's. I hope it's not career ending. I hope ending. it's not. All, career altering for sure. Let's for talk sure. about that. Um, five round war or four, war and, is a very four good, and change. Yeah. Back and forth. Um, a fascinating match to me. I'll qualify it by saying that at least in the beginning, we saw. So this is the first. First title defense for for Robbie mm-hmm. Robbie, Lawler. Robbie Lawler, excuse yeah. me. Um, he was more patient and yeah. methodical. Not necessarily. I mean, when he was swinging for the fences, he was swinging for well, some there was fences. A
2: lot of respect being shown that first round.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's let's go round by round. Um, yeah. I mean, myself, I. It's really funny. I scored it uh, going in. I think it looks like I had Rory three to one. Against Robbie, as did
3: the judges. Yeah, as I it came out on Twitter. I heard myself, her Dana White also had a 2 yeah. and 2. So okay. I was like,
1: this fifth round, it's.
3: That was be it. A yeah, that
2: was going to be the determining round right. as far as the rest of us were mm-hmm. concerned.
1: Robbie was definitely doing a lot more damage there. I thought Rory was a bit busier, especially in the first.
2: He definitely landed more significant strikes, according right. to CompuBox. Mm-hmm. Or Strike.
3: I mean, right. Rory's nose was what broken in what, the first or the second? I think it was the second. I mean, second. they both took some second, serious think, yeah. damage. Yeah.
1: yeah, both of them rocking the Crimson crimson Man. Yeah. Certainly, Rory, very early
3: I think on. I it Rory
1: in. was getting good.
3: Was with, it the in second round? Because he
2: was really red, but then I don't think he actually broke his nose. Er, I think it was the second, the Lawler second round. Lawler bloodied him up yeah. in the
1: second. Yeah. And um, I, I gave the second round to Lawler for damage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Rory, at that point, he was throwing uh, combos and kicks. A lot of yeah, a lot of head kicks, especially the the third and the fourth. Yeah, Uh, I believe it was in the third that he rocked Lawler with a head kick. He
2: gave him some nice torque on that, and Robbie was only blocking it. Yeah, like Rory's ankle made contact with Rory's uh, with Robbie's wrist. That Mm. was like, and you saw you'll shatter your forearms. Yeah.
1: as Kung Lee did to to Frank, Frank Shamrock. Shamrock, you've you've got to do That's kind of a
2: in several fights. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah you've got to do a powerful, uh, uh, a stronger block yeah, there, not just with the, the forearm. That
2: coaches teach you to block like this and not like that.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, thoughts on on it? I mean, did you see oh my God, what a war?
2: I mean, yeah.
1: I, which one? Let me ask you: Which two did you give to Lawler versus Rory going into the fifth?
2: At round two had, for Lawler,
1: I had Lawler one and two,
2: and Rory and three and four. four.
3: Okay. You gave. I, I can't remember four?
2: the second round that I gave Lawler. I really can't. <laughs> second round, I could believe. I think, I think a I lot of people that.
1: gave Lawler the second round.
3: Yeah, I definitely,
2: yeah. I 100% the second round. Yeah.
1: So out of that match, which a lot of people are talking about, certainly it's it's a Fight of the Year nominee. Yeah. Um, we see there's a picture on Twitter going around of Robbie and Rory. Rory at the hospital yes. together and mm-hmm. great show of sportsmanship. We love
2: the sportsmanship. This mm-hmm. is
1: a rematch from another match that they had uh, several years ago which was mm-hmm. a split decision. Robbie won that one. Um what what do you think is is what's the story that comes out of this match for both of these guys?
3: Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, where do they go from here?
1: For Rory, maybe so, starting it, the ABCs all over again, even right? The,
3: even, the, yeah. even with Robbie, I really don't really want to see another match with him and Hendrix. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You There's don't? A, that's just me. I'll
2: watch it. yeah. I'm in
1: Donna's camp it? on that
2: one.
3: It, it, it's not too different from seeing Aldous and Mendez again. Sure. You know, mm-hmm. it's, I don't know. Just not, not, a, yeah. not something I want to see. It's not
1: very. Um, it's not very, what's the word, fresh or new. Right. But you know it's going to deliver. But it's going to
2: be, thank you, it's going to be good. Um, what I'm taking away from this, several things. Yeah. Uh, the biggest question for me as both of their fans is how many more fights can they, you know, yeah. can they do like that? We loved watching that fight last night, but at the same time, you're like, Geez, how much damage can these guys' head take? Like, when Rory... You saw his skull break, and you're just like,
3: oh, my God. That that punch that sent him... that, That pretty much knocked him down. You gotta think, too. How much punishment...
2: Did it take to get up to that point? Yeah,
3: exactly. Because yeah. we've yeah. seen guys take so much punishment, even if right. Rory, but for something like that bad for him to just kind of collapse. Right. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like a liver no, shot. It and wasn't it, like a this knockout This is
2: a tough chill. dude. Like You have to break his skull to stop Rory yeah. McDonald.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so what I would like to see in the future... Obviously, I'd love to see Robbie maintain his belt for a while Mm -hmm. and defend it beautifully like we always see him do, Mm -hmm. um, however long he needs to take to recover from this fight. That Mm -hmm. might be quite a while. Um, I'd love to see Rory recover fully Mm -hmm. and be a functioning human being before we see him back in the ring. And if Mm -hmm. that's the case, then come back in the ring and entertain us all. But please go be a functioning human being and get well first.
3: It's funny. He's still so young. He's I know. 25.
2: I know. Just
1: 25. Jeez.
2: Oh. Best walkout music story ever. You guys know the story of his walkout music? I just learned no, it last night. No, I didn't night. catch it. So I don't know if you guys remember, but early in his career, he would walk out to really like random music like Katy Perry or uh, I don't know. I, I can't remember. As you do. <laughs> As you do. So everybody just always thought he was kind of like a strange dude picking out random walkout music. I think he even walked out to I'm a Barbie Girl once. You know that oh, that Barbie song? So the story
1: that only convinces me of the jar full of Correct. fingernails and toenails well, in his cl- but closet. Here's there, the
2: awesome story. Okay, he changed his number, and instead of what number his phone number, he changed phone- his okay. cell phone, phone number, and would
1: texting me
3: back.
2: Right, right, exactly. <laughs> so the way that the, commu- the, the communication was happening between whoever was in charge of walkout music at the UFC was mm-hmm. via text message. Whoever got his new number, his old number. Was either savvy, smart, or just a super troll to figure out what was going on? Wow! And started answering this person's text messages whenever Rory, Rory would fight and just giving them random songs like "Barbie, Barbie Girl in a Barbie World." And they were like, <laughs> so Rory <exactly laughs> didn't know that he could pick out his own music. He just like he'd show up and he'd be like, I guess this is what they're playing for me.
0: <laughs> and wow. it, it wasn't a
2: thing. Uh, clearly, it wasn't a thing for him that he cared what he right, was walking yeah. to. So he would just walk out like whatever so then one day one of, before one of his fights they came up to him and they're like hey we don't have the rights to that song you're gonna have to pick another one and he was like I have no idea what <laughs> you're talking about oh
1: damn that is a troll job fantastic? of troll jobs like you
2: almost want to call that dude and be like how did you know and
1: you want to not change the numbers what yeah, you want to do <laughs> like, really?
2: or I don't know I feel like I if that story gets like, out dude, do you did, did you really want Katy, Katy Perry like, right I I might call him. I if that
1: know. story, how, how long has that story been around?
2: I don't know. Uh, I heard it from a friend last night who wrote right. it on the Joe Rogan podcast. So at least a million people have heard it since it's been on the Joe Rogan podcast.
1: True, true. <laughs> I mean, that could uh, if that story got out, or if well, now it's getting out <laughs> for sure. It's, <laughs> um, I would think that that would make Rory even more of a fan favorite. People are going to want to get behind him.
2: He was like, even though right, I guess he has nothing to do with his, chair. like whatever. <laughs> yeah,
1: but, but,
2: because do you think Rory is giving any F's? About his walkout. Do you see his face? Right. When, this isn't doing this. Like I am here to break your okay. soul.
1: Hey George, you know who probably it is that was uh, texting back? Patrick Bateman.
2: Uh-huh.
1: I'm just saying, oh. it would stand to reason there. Yeah, probably. I think the You're two of them need are, to are in Bring cahoots. your energy
2: down just a little okay. bit. <laughs> yeah. I'm maybe. gonna need you to chill out. Okay,
1: no, sorry. well, maybe that'll be the case, or maybe he'll need to bring it up for the next match. The main event: Chad Mendez, Conor McGregor. We have a new. World's uh, UFC featherweight champion
2: you- interim. Interim.
1: We were going to have a new interim UFC Regardless. featherweight champion. Yes, because it mm-hmm. was right. well, because it was interim. But right. Conor McGregor, two minutes four. Uh, I'm sorry, second round, four minutes fifty seven seconds. Yeah. Uh, some say I'm, I'm still amazed. Yeah, you know, he won the title. He is the champion now. Interim. Interim champion. He would say he is the champion. He would say that. Many people are saying they they are still not on the hype train of Conor McGregor. They do not believe that he is that he is all that he talks himself up to be. And you were just raising your hand,
2: I, I Do you want to go or do you want me to go he first? You can then? go first because okay. I'll probably Here's, react to it. Right. Let's Here's talk the about thing. the
1: match a little
3: bit first. Okay, let's first. talk about the
2: match and then we'll talk about the Conor McGregor hype. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
3: Um, so, real, real quick before the match though, yeah. uh, I know that July is kind of their biggest show now of the year, you know, going back to UFC 100. Coincidentally, mm-hmm. that was on July 11th, to, uh, 2009, Brock versus Mir. Yeah, The next year was uh, like Brock, Carwin, then it was like Cruz, Faber. So it's kind of like, yeah. this is their WrestleMania slash Super Bowl slash World yeah. Series now, yeah. uh, Hall of Famers, you know, but I never really had that vibe until last night, until they had Sinead O'Connor. Uh, Aaron Lewis sing out know, to, to the guys, and I was "Yeah, like, Man, yeah, this, we've
2: never seen that this, in USC before." This
3: is cool. This feels like a huge, big, a huge deal, a big fight, and, and like I said, it made for an amazing, more atmosphere, especially with the huge Irish crowd. Mm-hmm. You know, singing like an, a classic Irish song. Yeah. yeah, I was like pumped. You know, uh,
2: the 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 fight nerd in me. Yeah, it just. A little bit is like, oh, now we're all big commercial, <laughs> and I get it. It's great for the UFC. It's great for the sport. This means our, you know, who doesn't love the sport and want it to become bigger and and become what it's going to be? Yeah, but you know, the there, of us look, have they're look,
1: they're sleeping with a- Reebok right. and Fox. And Budweiser, right. they're a commercial already. It's definitely oh, sure. not something I want to see on a regular basis.
3: Something I would want to see only on the okay, July Okay, that's, especially that's with, totally fair. Especially with next year, they already announced that yeah. UFC 200. Right? Is going
0: July 2nd. Yeah,
2: going to be
1: That Independence Day is going to be just insane. I'd
2: like to see Rhonda defend her title back then. I'm just saying.
1: Well, she. She, she, will. she got a few things to take care of before she July will. 2016, so she will. slow your rope. Right. <laughs> well, but now we can get into the fight. And yeah. well, let me dead. ask: Do you think that that's something that uh, would you want to see them do that? The, the big walkouts and everything that they've done,
2: only on certain fights,
1: only on certain, okay, only on certain specific fights, yeah. not necessarily beholden to the event that it is, like the uh, the year end one or this July one or Memorial
3: I think year Day. Year
2: end would be, yeah. I, I mean, make it be special. Uh-huh. Make it be a special thing, and make it always be for big championship fights. The
3: year end slash early early year, you mm-hmm. know, like June, yeah. July. I think this year was January second or third. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that that's a big deal. Sure. It's like their semi. That's like their all star game. You mm-hmm. Right, know, SummerSlam. Yeah, it, I could see it will. happening.
1: Yeah, so maybe James Foren in the room chat room is saying that Lawler won the walk up music battle for the welterweight title fight. <laughs>
2: walkout to. I I have no idea. I remember actually liking what Robbie was walking out to, but I don't remember what it is.
1: The other walkout music uh, conversation I remember was uh, Spencer Fisher. Everyone was making a big deal over him picking Easy E, and I forgot what song it was exactly. I don't remember. Yeah, that was something that came up in the post-fight press conference. Interesting though, this is the first time in a
3: long time if ever. I
2: still maintain that Ryan Bader has the best walkout music. I think Ronda Rousey, and I know
3: I will say this. True. I will say this. Although I think it should be done for big things, I think Joan Jett should sing out Ronda Rousey because I think that's the uh, best walkout music. Yeah, out but there. that's not yeah.
2: who sings that song. Yes, Joan it Jett? is
1: Joan Jett and the Blackhearts.
2: Do they sing? I don't bad reputation. They, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be badass. Yeah, I did exactly. not know that.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's that's something I look. I well, I guess yes, I, I guess we know yes what's going that. on yes. for UFC 200. I vote yes. Let's
2: see. <laughs> okay. Somebody called Jones.
1: duly noted. Uh, James Warren is also saying that uh, Foggy Dew is a rebel song for the Irish. Yeah. Like that's a pretty cool. song yeah. No,
2: yeah, I mean it was a warrior song. No. Um
1: so this fight, Chad yeah. Money Mendez, the f- question is finally answered, what is this big hype Irish guy going to do I don't against
2: think the, the wrestler? Don't... You well, don't I think he question? was exposed. I think that we found out that, that McGregor, McGregor or, Ma- or McGregor. I think McGregor was exposed. I think okay. that um, we found out that he doesn't have really any takedown defense to speak of. Yes, Chad is a d- extremely high level wrestler, but McGregor sprawled once. Right, you know what I mean. Where would you did take get down one defense? for <laughs> and, I, and maybe just because of the grappling background that I do, I don't agree with laying on the ground, pulling guard, and waiting for the mm-hmm. ref to stand you up. I think yeah. that I think that if you're going to call yourself the greatest of all time, be great. Mm-hmm. Be I, I. Okay, here's my here's my big speech because I have to say it now. Do it. I don't think – I'm not a, Maca- a Conor McGregor hater. Right. I am saying that he is not worthy of the hype yet. I think the conversation that should be ha- being had about Conor McGregor is mm-hmm. kind of what we were just talking about Almeida. is whoa, this dude is legit. He's on his way up. We are excited about following his star, and mm-hmm. he is well on his way there. But it seems like everybody just ran up to the top of the mountain and was like, this is Carter's Mountain. No, dude, he hasn't earned it yet. Everybody
1: ran up there? A lot of people did. Meaning that they got behind him in the
2: hype. They they got behind him in the hype, and I don't think that he is worthy of the hype yet. His striking, crisp and beautiful. Absolutely. I think his ground game has been exposed. I think he doesn't have too much takedown defense that we saw last night. And why were you holding back? Isn't this where you should show it since you are professing that you are the GOAT already? And (laughs) where is your, you know, where was your offense on the ground? Mm -hmm. Good for you that you escaped two submissions, but that, you know...
1: He he certainly wasn't on the ground. What he has shown to be on his feet. Yeah. Fair to say,
2: absolutely. I mean, and his feet uh, on the feet. Absolutely.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I don't think he's there yet.
3: I mean, I think it was July 11th. I think they announced that he was going to fight Mendez on what June 30th. Mm-hmm. So that's not even. That's not even 10 days of training. That's but what. But did you know that yeah. yeah. people can take
2: you down in MMA if you're the greatest of all well, time? Yeah. But, <laughs> but, but when you train
3: against Jose Aldo for the last three, four months, you know, it's not really a priority. I know, well. course, but not what a I'm saying guy don't guy come and say, say that you're yeah. the best I know. Yeah. if
2: you're not going to be the best. Well, that,
3: that's why I never really thought of Anderson Silva as the best of all time because I thought is When he's on the ground, I thought he right. was Right, and of that's garbage. the whole thing.
2: Everybody mm. wants Conor McGregor to be the second coming of Anderson Silva. Cool, but let him do it. Don't give him the credit for being that already. When you say
3: people, who are these people? I don't know. Get
2: up. Get UFC, because I get on that, any social media see, and everybody's like, we told you I, Irish pride. You're I like, think, yeah. I uh, think what?
3: UFC and all they're pushing their their darling. I think it's because of the reaction that he's getting. I th- I don't think that.
2: Well, I mean, but that's not to, just because the UFC has like, yeah, dude, we found our hype man, and this guy is great at the hype. Mm-hmm. They're a business, and their business is selling fights. Absolutely. So they don't necessarily need the most talented fighter to sell the Absolutely. hype. But if we are talking about um, my job as a super fan, who people mm-hmm. want me to talk about it, yep. I want to talk about the talent. If the UFC wants to hire me to, you know, mm-hmm. like do some other stuff, then I'll talk about the hype. Right. As a super fan, don't call yourself the best unless you're the best.
1: Yeah. I think there's a gray area, though. Of Connor's hype and and what he can do. The actions are going to speak louder than words for right. sure in the do cage. It.
2: And then I'll I'll jump on but, the bandwagon. Yeah, you know, but I'm not there yet. Well,
1: he did finish. Uh, he did finish. Chad Mendes. That's let's questionable. Talk, okay, let's talk about that as well. Four minutes fifty seven seconds. Three minutes to go. The action was. Let's see if I've got it here. It
2: was a beautiful. St- Straight left. Conor's,
1: Absolutely. Yep. Conor escapes uh, from bottom. Yeah. to the takedown. Even when he got back up from the takedown, though, he looked
2: good. Oh, I mean, a he lot himself
1: A lot of guys who,
3: who get up from yeah. being taken down the way he did and getting those elbow shots that he yeah. said he didn't phase them, that, that didn't get phased, he literally got up and looked like he never even got taken down. He looked completely as crisp as the second number one from the right. fight.
1: He drops Mendez with a combo, follows up with right. uh, rights. Mm-hmm. Now, Mendez, for his part... Uh, it, what I remember seeing is him falling backwards but then uh-huh. also but then turning... intelligently
2: defending into the turtle position, which yep. is a very legitimate yep. defense in that position. And just two weeks earlier, we saw Graves and um, uh, Jackson. It was Jason Jackson. Jason yeah. Jackson in um
1: tough, ultimate, fighter, with, yeah. ultimate
2: Fighter, where they actually let Graves defend himself like that for uh-huh. a really long period True. of time. Yeah. So are you telling me in this huge fight, this huge fight where Mendes was actually putting up an intelligent defense that it mm-hmm. couldn't have gone on 3 seconds longer to go into right. another round?
3: Right. Uh, Part of it might have been that maybe he wasn't aware how much time was left.
2: It's possible. Maybe yeah.
1: The refer- it's Herb
2: Dean. <laughs> reference. Yeah, yeah. you can't
1: say that Herb doesn't know
3: take,
2: when
1: right. you know he hears that clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ten and seconds. Th- th- this
2: is why I'm like, what? Because Herb took so much um, flack a long time ago for uh-huh. stopping fights early. He like people were having huge issue with him stopping fights early,
1: like the Uri Faber in, uh, and Henan Barra. And so
2: then. He went almost in the exact opposite direction that he would let fights go on a lot longer that people were like, Okay, Herb, stop the fight. But stop this the fight, one stop didn't do that. This one this is he stopped it like immediately when Chad hit the ground, as he turtled, which is well, he was know, turtled I, out. I get I get that Chad was like, Yeah, dude, you know, Connor he, landed he about four the shots fight out in the and he was very gracious and he's a sportsman and that's what he does. Right. Watching that though, as if I were the ref, if somebody wanted to hire me to be the ref, I would have let that go to the end of the round. Right. I would have given Chad a few more seconds to defend.
1: I would agree. I, I would I would think that Herb is probably counting down in his head 10, 9, he 8. He heard the
2: clap. He yeah, the clap. exactly. The 10-second I mean, clap. This is in his DNA. Mm-hmm. Right. Herb, Big, D, uh, Big John, all those guys, they hear the clap. Their, their body that said, knows
1: yeah.
3: how,
2: how that goes. But the, the end
3: of
1: the round shouldn't determine. The, of
3: course you know, it
2: shouldn't. However, no. you didn't give Chad any time to continually Intelligently defend himself.
1: What I saw was Connor knocking down Chad, Chad falling backwards, but again twisting over. There may have been right. something in Chad's eye
2: that's that Herb saw and see. said,
1: "This guy is out." And w- he was a little. And when I mean, he turned you know, up,
2: going for huge submission, your body yeah. that that is a full body attempt to yeah. make a submission, and I completely concede all of that. Uh-huh. I'm just saying that I could have seen the fight go to the end of the right. round. Uh-huh. And be okay with that.
1: I, I wouldn't necessarily disagree with that point. Wrapping up real quickly, let's talk about one other thing here. Uh, well, touching base, you know, talking about the uniforms, talking about uh, more stringent drug testing. Um, what do you guys think about the uniforms in general? I mean, and, I know we and asked and a little bit briefly. It's just one briefly. of those things
3: where it's like, I get what they're trying and. to do, and, 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 and why, why would they do that? because at the end of the day, it, didn't, it didn't make me want to buy a sure. Reebok at all. Like, yeah. no. I mean, yeah. I might in the future, but it's like, nothing about this show made me want to say, now nah, I want to get something that's Reebok. Yeah. You know, that's all it is. It's brand placement. I'm like, eh, they didn't do anything for me. So I kind of liked the
1: hoodies as they walked out. They
3: but were those cool. were the only
2: things I did like.
1: Yeah, but yeah. other than that, the t-shirts were very unremarkable. The right. shorts were borderline annoying to me. Yeah. I saw one great tweet. So there was
2: a nice Who had the, like the What's that? Slice up the side of his leg that we were like, what? I that's-
1: think maybe Brandon Thatch did. Maybe I hope yes, that one, one Brandon Thatch
2: s- that so we made comment. Why is his That yeah. cut is like really hot? L- a little high. bit of a
1: tie style yeah. thing going. Um, I saw a great tweet. I think it was from uh, Mark Raymond uh, online. He was he was out there saying, you know, we've been bitching about these uh, how how dumb these Reebok kits are, and he says I've seen about a thousand people walking around wearing them. No no <laughs> well,
2: that, then they they obviously. Achieved their goal. Yep. Yeah. I will say again, as a fight nerd, I support where the sport's going, but mm-hmm. it I'm a little sad to see the fighters individuality taken away. I mean Agreed. their fight walkout shirts. Yeah. It was so it was always so cool to be able to buy the walkout shirt of the fighter that you love and show mm-hmm. that you're there to support them and you still can do that. Mm-hmm. But when the fighter walked out and you're wearing their shirt and like you're like, Yeah ah! and it just helped create such an awesome mm-hmm. um, experience and it was such an individual thing to the fighter that th- it makes me sad.
1: Do you think it's not gonna be any fun anymore? Because you have the shirt where it still says the guy's I'm name on it. I was
2: just saying when they walk out in it, it was yeah. a very cool moment for them to. To be in their own walkout shirt. Yeah. And I liked that moment for the fighters. I really did.
1: Specifically for you, George, I noticed Dana goes in there and he's giving the uh, the title to, to Connor. He's also got a T-shirt in his hand. And I realized now there's going to be a situation where they have to print out at least one of those T-shirts oh, yeah. for every title match, lest it change hands. Um, but I got this set. I got a flashback of a really bad... Uh, NWO flashback where it's like, dude, you're now a member of the NWO. Here's your official t shirt. And I thought, Jesus, that seems so chintzy, you know? <laughs> Granted, you get a belt and that right. thing is worth 500 a to to 1000 at least. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just not quite not quite going all the yeah. way that
2: we it should. You might as well give him a button that says champ. <laughs> yeah, real quick, though,
1: I don't know why I, I,
3: I think they're losing so much money. They said that Alder McGregor, obviously is the next natural fight. Mm-hmm. Why, why are you still going to do it in Vegas? This fight just got so much bigger and I'm calling it right now. I what, do you think Alden McGregor or Ireland. At least Fenway Park. Um I would say um, not gonna happen, but good enough. the fight, whatever that, that will break the UFC pay per view record of all time. It's Aldo gonna break it's gonna break McGregor? UFC. It's sure. gonna break UFC one hundred.
1: Oh yeah. And I, I, I think I can it believe might even that.
3: break two million buys.
1: I think it still will matter two and, million? It, two I million? Think if they're smart. No, you smoke especially, crack.
3: Especially well, look how maybe, much they
2: tried to hype up this. Especially
3: I don't. if it's like January, February. If you put CM Punk on the same card, I think it'll, I think it'll, get, I mm. think it'll
1: get a lot. I do think you do need to build up the undercard, but that's a fair argument.
2: CM Punk? What? The
1: debut of CM Punk is going to get a lot of eyeballs, to be sure. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I believe that. I know purists, maybe not so much so, but, you know, again, we're talking Come Reebok, from Budweiser. From wow. I mean, I'll it's, be your
2: fan. It's a, it's a mainstream thing. I, I think because I
3: think, it's, it's not a matter of... Uh, or, uh, watching the fight. They're, they mm-hmm. don't make money by people watching the fight. They make money off people ordering the fight. Right. The same yeah. way May, May, uh, Mayweather Pacquiao got the fight. It's like, you know, who can he, can anybody even name the undercard of Manny uh, Pacquiao? Yeah, but that's Mayweather? not
2: how boxing works. Yeah. UFC thrives off their undercards. No,
3: exactly, exactly. So I'm saying like, as long as you have a good undercard, I think it can be really I really do think it's going to break, break yeah. every UFC record that they, okay, that they have. Okay,
1: that's Well, it remains to be seen. we got to wrap it up here. Um, guys, we will see you in just about 48, 72 hours covering... Well, I will be here Tuesday night okay. with
3: our own Daria Baronato. She's going to be our special guest on Tough Enough. Nice. Uh, the after show, so come watch that, you know. And then before she comes back, she should be here Wednesday, right? Wednesday, July fifteenth. As we cover the knock uh, on wood, you will
1: join a special late night show, eleven o'clock after the fight night, um, broadcasted on uh, Fox Sports One. Ellen Joe Joban. Ellen Joban,
2: Tony Ferguson, 10th Planet Representatives, please. So watch. we should talk be here about at Eleven
1: that. p.m. <laughs> uh, <laughs> going into midnight, for special Maverick. festivity day hey, for J Day and uh, J-Day. Inter- International Georgia Palooza. Uh, Donna, where can we find you on social media? Plug you it out You can find
2: there. me on Instagram at Donna, G-G-D-A-W-N-A-G-G. Facebook, Donna Gonzalez Gonzalez. And on Twitter, Donna Gonzalez.
3: You have nice eyes. Thank you. Um, but you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Hermosa. That's G-H-E-R-M-O-Z-A. People on iTunes, because people do listen on iTunes. People watching yep. us live, maybe in the future. Yeah, let's, you know, as Joseph Boza knows, we all love the chit-chat and, you know. Yeah, even though There's we can only
2: like... jujitsu on 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 my page, so if you want to talk <laughs> there
1: jiu-jitsu, you go. hit
2: a girl up.
1: J Tan, 716, 716. Wow. Uh, shout out to Chris Mingle, Joe Boza, James Ferran. Thanks for joining us in the group. Sorry if we couldn't respond more so, but uh, that's it. We'll see you in several hours. Peace.